You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. And today, we're going to cut through the BS. So here we go. You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well-designed home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. So... I have had a lot of podcasts lately with guests, which I love, and I have a lot more guests lined up. But the idea of the format of this podcast when I started it was also to hear just from me too. So this week, it is just me. And this week, the topic is something that's been on my mind for a while. And the kind of thoughts that run through my head about this topic are, I keep thinking, well, maybe the title of this podcast is Let's Get Real. And I think the message is, I kind of want to cut through the BS. And in my mind, I sometimes call myself the down-to-earth designer. So it's kind of all of that, and I'll explain as we go further. So what do I mean by all of that? Well, a few things. But... What it really comes down to is I think sometimes design, interior design, can feel intimidating for people. And at the core of my philosophy, I really want it to be approachable to you. I want it to be attainable. That doesn't mean you have to sacrifice the quality in any way. It's about how it's approached. And too often I see in our industry maybe Maybe there's a pretentiousness, maybe there's ego. It could be a whole lot of things. None of it necessarily bad. It's just that I have a different approach to it. I'm just more down to earth. I don't really have time for the BS. I'd rather get real about it and figure out what is it that's stopping you from having the home you want How can we find a way to get there? How can we make a room beautiful? Can you mix highs and lows? Yes, you can. All of that stuff. I like to just sort of cut through it all. I mean, isn't that sort of refreshing? You know, it needs to be a little bit of fun. It needs to be creative. It needs to be maybe not taken so damn seriously. And again, I don't mean to mitigate there's healthy budget set aside for this. It's an investment. It's an endeavor. I get it. But I think too often it's just blown up into more than it needs to be. So I want to break it down a little bit. Your home basically should reflect you. Your home should feel comfortable. It should make you feel at ease. It's the place you want to be when you don't feel good. And it's the place you want to be when you do feel good. It comes down to that. We're all human. It doesn't have to be this big pretentious thing. And I like to approach it 
with my customers of starting with, you know, okay, so your home, you've had rooms unfurnished for years. Why is that? Let's tap into that. What are your thoughts about that? What's been preventing you from allocating money to do it or setting it as a goal? That's number one. Instead of judging you or saying your budget's not big enough, I don't like any of that. It's all approachable. It can all be done in steps. So that's number one. Number two is, and I recently did a post from it and I, big box stores, believe me, I think have beautiful stuff. I buy them for my own home. But you've gotta be careful to not make your home look like page four of that catalog. Because why would you want someone walking in your house or even you coming in your house and it's a page out of a catalog? It needs to reflect you. But I guess what I want to say is take the stigma away from big box. It's okay to mix highs and lows. That is what style, and I did an episode about style, is really, really about. It is the confidence to say, this is great for this reason. This has integrity for this reason. It doesn't matter where it came from or what the label says. And half the time you mix the lows in with the highs in my house, nobody even knows which ones are the lows. I mean, people couldn't even guess. So there's a way to weave those in and I'm a big believer of it. You know, having style, having a keen eye for things, knowing what you like and what makes you feel good, that is what this is about. My approach to this is that I've always believed no matter what space you have, no matter what budget you have, it should look beautiful. I started off living the first time on my own in a cement block dorm room and couldn't have been uglier. I made sure I had decked the walls out. I had sheets that I liked. I put a throw rug down. I had a lamp that I liked, all on a shoestring budget in college. I probably get this from my grandmother. My grandmother never had really much money. My grandmother always had beautiful house. She sewed so she could make her own draperies. She upholstered. She made slip covers. She had a way of putting things together. She cooked the best food on the cheapest oven. I grew up around that. And so perhaps my perspective is that really beautiful, wonderful, tasteful things don't always have the biggest label. It has so much more and goes so much deeper than that. So I really want to impart that on you. I think it's really easy to get caught up and I'm going to be doing an episode soon on cooking. I've seen people with the fanciest kitchens that don't cook. Look, that's their choice if they don't cook. And if you do cook, I'm just here to tell you that stove doesn't necessarily make it taste better. And listen, I cook. I like having nice appliances. I saw my grandmother cook on a four coil burner oven. It's food like no one has ever had in their life. My great grandmother, a really old four burner gas stove, enamel gas stove, not a fancy kitchen, the most amazing food I've ever tasted in my life. So that's kind of what I'm getting at here. It's about the integrity of things. It's about having confidence in things. And true style, true style isn't shallow. It isn't superficial. 
it goes so much deeper. It's about understanding aesthetic and really having an appreciation and knowledge of so many different things around you. So I just want to cut through it sometimes because there's just so much noise out there, right? And when you're moving, it's so stressful. It's overwhelming. There's a lot of noise anyway. And you're so overwhelmed and you're trying to get this house together. And this is another thing I want to impart. It's really important to, as tempting as it is to be so hasty to just get it all done, in the haste, it's true what they say, haste makes waste. Because if you just sort of count to 10 for a minute and give yourself a little bit of extra time and give your designer a little bit of extra time if you're using one, you can develop and have a much more curated space where you're not just rushing and clicking on the internet haphazardly. I also really believe in a new home, in a new space, And again, I don't want you to have empty rooms for a long time. That's a big sticking point for me. But it is important to live in the house for a little bit and see how you're going to use it. So not every room, but there are some rooms now like, you know, the living room and the dining room have become used very differently with the way lifestyles have changed. And I think it's important to maybe take some time and figure out how is your family going to use those rooms? Like, would you rather have your living room? I know some people that make it sort of a second family room or the grown-up family room or more of a lounge area or more of a den, or they take the dining room and add bookcases and make it more inviting and the family gravitates there to maybe play games or hang out. So some spaces in the house, some layouts of certain homes might need your time to live in because if you hastily just furnish them and then find that you live in them a different way, that's a lot of wasted funds. So that's an important consideration that I like people to really think about. Take a little bit of time. It doesn't mean you need years and it doesn't mean you can't buy any furniture when you're moving in. Just don't be so rushed, so hasty. I know it can feel this sort of anxious feeling. I'm all about even from the apartment you're coming from, knowing that you don't like much of that furniture, you weren't going to keep it, or you might use it in a basement, whatever, bring it initially. Because initially your family needs a place, as I like to say, a place to eat, place to sleep, a place to relax, right? So even that old sofa that you don't love, bring it. It's a place to sit temporarily while you're living in this house and figuring out what you do want. And guess what? You can either give that sofa away, donate it, potentially sell it or move it to a basement playroom. It has a use somewhere. And initially, it's important for you to not just throw everything to the curb and move into a really completely empty house because even if you click an order soon, it's going to take a while to get things. And especially with COVID, everything is delayed. So all these different things have been on my mind for a while because I observe so much, I see so much, and I really wanted to address it because I think that it needs to be talked about. I think that the walls need to come down a little bit and realize that design is attainable for you, design is accessible to you, it could be done in steps, it could be done in phases, it could be done mixing highs, it could be done mixing lows. It can be done on your budget and beautiful. 
Talented, creative people know how to make things look beautiful that aren't always a million dollars. And to me, that's actually real talent when I see that. That's actually real creativity and real knowledge of design and genre. So I just really want you to trust yourself, trust what you like. And of course, if you need a professional to kind of help, how does that get put together? You know, that's a common concern with people. And that's why, you know, this industry can definitely help you and a designer and an expert can absolutely help you. But don't be afraid of your style. Don't be afraid to try new things in your home. Whatever attracts you, whatever feels good, like you feel it in your gut. This feels good. This sofa feels really comfortable when I sit on it, right? This sofa feels like when you're sitting on, this feels like one I could take a nap in. Listen, we're home a lot more. So this is important stuff. If your instinct and your gut says that to you, then that's great. There's no, I guess, you know, and I say this a lot, there's no big right and wrongs. And I guess that's like one of the BS things I sometimes hear and it's BS. So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm your down-to-earth designer. I don't know if I'm just crazy. But I just think it was important to talk about this and make you feel confident in your decisions and make your home just feel like it's something you can tackle too and you have input. It should be, even when you hire a professional, it needs to be a collaboration. And you also need to be open to new ideas. So even though it's a collaboration and it is your home, when new ideas come across, maybe don't just initially shoot them down and they they may not be right, but give them some thought first because sometimes there are things that I think too easily get shot down and a designer doesn't do them. And in the end, a designer will see the space and realize that really would have been great if they had only let me. So sometimes let them, but if it's something just really against your grain, you know, that's okay too, but be open to new things. Your home, especially now, it needs to function so well. It's like everything for us. It's the restaurant, it's the school, potentially, it's the office, it's the relax, it's the entertaining, you know, to a degree, social distance, entertaining, whatever. So it should feel good. I always felt even before COVID, like you come in from a crazy day or busy trip or even a vacation, you open that door and the feeling just goes like this. (sighs) I'm home. So just remember that. Anytime you walk into a room, anytime you walk into your home, if it's not quite that yet, it can get there. So that's my shtick for today. I hope it gave you some things to maybe chew on and think about, and it allows you to achieve the home that you really are going to love, that maybe you've always wanted, and that just really, just let it feel good. Don't get caught up in too many rules. Don't get caught up in too much superficial stuff. Do what I did today and just cut through the BS. Anyway, I'll see you all next week. From my home to yours, have a good one. Bye. So I hope you're enjoying this show. I know for me, it's been amazing and I love connecting with all the guests I've had on and connecting with you, the audience. So 
it's still a young podcast. And so in celebration of that, I want to announce a second giveaway promotion. I am going to be giving away one of my online one-to-one digital services. It is a $500 value. It is ideal to help you if you are moving and need to start getting some decorating done for your home. So all you have to do to win is subscribe, rate, and review this show, and I will pick someone at random. It will probably be selected within the next four to six weeks. So make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. I would love to hear from you, and I hope you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress of moving. See you back here next week.